Welcome back to the Elevated State Podcast. This is episode number 20. My name is Matt. I'm here with my co-host Trung, and we have a guest today. His name is Josh. Josh, tell us a little bit about yourself. What's your story? How did you get on this podcast in the first place? Well, how did I get on the podcast in the first place? Well, Matt, we met online, what, a year ago? I think we it did, was. yeah. Yeah, I remember <laughs> we had we, we were like accountability partners and we had no idea, you know, what was ahead of us. And we ended up becoming good mates. Yeah. Yeah, so a little bit about me. Basically, I started an online fitness coaching business two years ago. The reason that I started my business in a nutshell is because I, I, I've been training pretty consistently for the last 12 years and I know how much fitness has had an impact on my life. And back in the day, I used to be quite obsessed with the physical components of training, like getting big muscles, abs. But lately, I've discovered that there is also a profound spiritual component as well to the fitness game. And I'm a big believer, like, I think that fitness becomes a lot more sustainable when you've got, also got that community component, when you're doing it with other people, when you've got someone to be accountable towards. So that is why I started my business. Mm. And you can find me under Supernormal Fitness on Instagram. Dude, that's like sick. Cause I'm into, I'm very into fitness. I've been working out for five years now. I've been lifting, going to the gym for five years now. But like 12 years, bro, that is like a hot minute, dude. <laughs> like what's, what's some stuff like you've, how'd you even get into the gym in the first place? Like that's, that's crazy, bro. Thanks, man. Appreciate it. Yeah. So funnily enough, I did a rough calculation the other day and I calculated that I've roughly done over 2,500 workouts in, my, in the last like 10 years. Uh, yeah. So I started going to the gym when I was about 15 or 16, just purely out of fascination. You know, as a young teenager, early 20s, I would just like watch hours and hours of bodybuilding videos on YouTube. And then eventually got to the point when I was 21 that I decided to compete in a natural bodybuilding competition. So that was the first time where I really like took things proper, seriously, counter calories. And I ended up coming first, first and second in three separate divisions. That was one of the most crazy euphoric experiences of my life. And I would say that I learned the probably the most about nutrition that I know now. And then yeah, so I did that continued with bodybuilding a bit. Um, I never wanted to compete properly like in the in the big competitions because you have to take steroids obviously if you want to even step on stage and that's not really my thing so yeah and then i moved overseas for four years i was like training on and off for a while and then there was this like two month period where i didn't go to the gym at all which was quite uncharacteristic of me and i went there were a few short-term catalysts and things that kind of like led me down a bad path and then I slowly started getting back into the gym and I think that's when I really ramped things up. So I got back into the gym and then I started doing Ninja Warrior, which has completely changed my oh. life. Uh, Ninja Warrior is like, I came back from a session 
yesterday and I'm, I was, I came home and I'm like, this stuff is like cocaine. It's just incredible. I've never done cocaine. Never done, <laughs> never done it. But this is probably what it's like. And yeah, like I, what else? So yeah, I've been doing a lot of Ninja Warrior over the last two and a half years. Um, I still do the bodybuilding stuff and I also like running. I play a bit of soccer. So <laughs> yeah. Sick, Josh. That's amazing. And I'm just going to put this in there now. Uh, Josh, you're the person who inspired me to start going to the gym about eight months ago. You really, I remember on our accountability calls, um, we would, you know, just have a weekly call and talk about our week. And I remember telling him, like, I was scared to get in the gym. I was terrified of going to the gym. And Josh was the person that was able to finally convince me that it's like, you know what, you need to get in the gym and it's going to change your life. And lo and behold, I ended up getting in the gym and the rest is history. So thank you, Josh, for that. Um, and the, everything you're doing is amazing. Like I, I love all the Ninja Warrior clips you put on your Instagram of you just <laughs> swinging around. It, it just looks absolutely insane. Um, so how, how did you get into online coaching from um, traveling abroad? Was that while you were traveling abroad? I know you went to Israel. Um, yeah. what was that after when you came home, what that looked like? So I started PTing in 2016 and the idea crossed my mind to start online training back then, but I just never acted upon it. Mm -hmm. And yeah, I finished university end of 2018. And then I went to Israel just for a short little trip and it ended up being four years. I worked in <laughs> sales at two software companies. So I got quite a bit of experience, like in that you know, high tech startup kind of vibe. Um, and yeah, I eventually got to this point where, so I worked in one sales job and then I moved to another, I was working in a cybersecurity company and um, yeah, the product was amazing. I really liked my boss, like great people there, but I always had this feeling deep within me that I wanted something more, like I wanted something more fulfilling. and. Um, then yeah, the idea just kind of like slowly crept up on me and, until like one day I'm like, I'm going to give this a crack. So I decided to, I decided to, to start my business. And I, at the time, I actually thought that I was going to try do it at the same time as my job. And I quickly realized that like, if I'm going to give this a red hot crack, as we say in Australia, um, I'm going to do it properly. So I quit my job. And I went in full time. Oh, and the other question was why I moved to Israel, why, why I was in Israel. So yeah, I'm Jewish, uh, Israel, Jewish homeland, whatever. Mm -hmm. And I, I never intended to stay there for four years, but I definitely grew up as a person whilst being there. Um, when mm -hmm. I'm, I was 23 when I moved and I'd never used a washing machine in my life up until that point. So I definitely grew up quite a lot whilst I was there. Wow, bro. Washing machine? Dude, that, I, that's kind of crazy to think about, bro. Like, yeah, was, washing machine? I was spoiled what? growing up. <laughs> <laughs> no, that, that's honestly, that was honestly me too. I didn't really touch like a washing machine until I went to college. Just because like at home, I, like my mom always did it for me. But like in college, like, you know, you got to do your own stuff. Um, but like to wrap it back, um you you're doing ninja warrior this is the first time we're meeting that's so cool bro like what yeah 
Um, I wanted to ask. I'm I've I've begun um shifting from like weights, a lot of weights, a lot of lifting. I'm the first like three four years of my like fitness journey. I've been doing a bunch of that, but now I'm starting to do more running and more cardio and stuff. Um, what's the transition like for you? Um, when it came to like bodybuilding, then like now doing Ninja Warrior because it's I'm sure it's a very very big difference. Great question, Trung. I like that. I like that question. It's a good one. The transition was incredibly difficult because even though I was naturally strong from bodybuilding, Ninja Warrior is kind of like gymnastics. So it's all well and good to like bench, you know, 200 pounds or whatever, but being able to swing from one bar to another is a completely different ball game. And I, you know, I'm coming from this guy who's like one of the guys in the gym to being like at the bottom of the shit pile. So it was quite a humbling experience. It was, it was incredibly tough in the beginning. And I remember, especially in those first couple of months, even after a one hour session, my hands were bloodied. My skin was ripping off. Um, it took like the, the strain on my shoulders. Like it was, it was crazy, crazy. Um, and yeah, I kind of like, like something else that I like about Ninja is that it's quite a niche sport. Like it's not the typical stuff that guys are getting into today, like MMA and boxing and all that kind of stuff. So I kind of like doing the, the different weird stuff in a way. Uh, yeah. <laughs> that's awesome. That's, that's so awesome. Um, so now currently, right. What are you what does your day look like because you're doing all of these different i mean do you, you still lift right you still lift or you just yeah. do ninja warrior um do you so how do you fit that into your day while also running an online fitness coaching business while also uh, spending time with with friends and family etc yeah awesome i think that uh everyone bit of mind bit of productivity matt uh i think that everybody you can always make time. There's, there's definitely enough time in the day to do what you need to do. So <laughs> lately, you know, I try wake up early. I do the, in the morning, I try do the work that needs my most attention. And then in the early afternoon slash afternoon, like maybe I do calls or I do admin work, client stuff. And then something that I've struggled with for a long time is separating work and play. So like I'll go to gym, but then I'll come home and feel like I need to do more work. But now I've like made a hard stop at like four or 5 PM, almost training at like a nine to five. And then the whole evening, you know, I can go to gym. I can see friends weekends. I try and take off and yeah, you can always make time for it. So like I'll play, I'll go to gym probably twice, three times a week. I play soccer twice a week, ninja once a week. Sometimes I run, you can always make time. Very good point. Um, a lot of our like viewers um, are like creators and stuff. And um, I'm on Twitter mainly. I'm not on Instagram anymore. Um, so a lot of the people I've talked to, like they struggle like balancing the stuff and they end up, um, you know, going overboard. And like what you said, like b balancing work and playtime and getting through all of that stuff. Um, when it comes to that specifically, like, what do you do like when you're resting up or what are some things you do to just take your mind off of work outside of like gym or ninja warrior is there anything you do to recover and just relax you know 
Yeah, so I, in a way, Jim is kind of my relaxation in a way mm. because I don't really need to think about anything. Um, I would say this indirectly answers your question, but when people start their fitness journeys, uh, it can seem quite overwhelming in the beginning. Like they might feel like they need to work out six times a week and start counting macros and all that kind of stuff. Mm. And what I can tell you from my own experience, especially so during that time, two and a half years ago, when I would, wasn't training for two months, even though I had 10 years of experience under my belt, getting back into the gym was really difficult. And something that worked really well for me when I basically went from zero again to like getting in the best shape of my life is that I did things step by step. So I started going to the gym slowly again, even though I wasn't as strong. I then started making small tweaks to my diet. I then started Ninja Warrior. I then started like getting into self-development. So it was a step-by-step process that didn't overwhelm me as much. And Josh, you do all of these kinds of uh, working out, right? You, you lift, you do Ninja Warrior, and among other types of working out. What is your favorite out of them? Cool. I would say soccer and Ninja Warrior come pretty close because soccer, like, even though it's, you know, just this league thing that you play, it's like five-a-side soccer. It gets really mm-hmm. heated and um it's just it's just a great time with your boys like sometimes you fight with the other team and like you know i love it i think it's it's probably one of the best parts of my week uh ninja warrior is also i would say is equally as good because it's just so challenging like every single session you're fighting this mental battle with your mind because the obstacles are terrifying even the ones that you've done before and I really like that challenge that you get. And when you finally like master this obstacle that you've been trying two years to get, it's the best feeling. So I would say soccer and ninja are like both equally good. Okay. That I enjoy. That, that that's you know, I I a few years ago I um and my friends and I, we joined up for a men's basketball league. And I kinda know what you're talking about with like the competition and stuff. But the problem was we were very, very – we weren't good. We were, like, trash. We were one of the worst teams in the league. <laughs> we were playing against, like, these crazy, like, good players and stuff. Uh, not crazy good, but they were a lot better than us. And we just got smoked. But it was still tons of fun just because you're hang- – like what you said, you're hanging out with your boys. You're just chilling and shooting some hoops or kicking the ball. Like, it's fun, bro. Um, question, question, though. Um, you mentioned that – when you started Ninja Warrior, you your hands got all scraped up and blood and all that. Um, were there have you ever suffered from like any other injuries outside of that? Because like Ninja Warrior seems like if you mess up, you might break something. I, I like it, it's scary, bro. But like, do you have any? Have you ever had any like other injuries outside of just you know like cut up hands? Yeah. So thank God. I don't know how this has happened, but. I've never actually ever had a serious injury ever, like my whole life. Mm. Um, I don't know how that's possible, but, and I'm not even like, I, I, I'm not even like a stretching or mobility specialist. I, I, uh. I'm just pure luck. Uh, but I do understand that, you know, uh, resistance training is good for injury prevention. Having said that, 
Um, I did have one. I, I don't know if I would classify it as an injury, but last year, and it actually happened again once this year, uh, I get these like really, really sharp pains going down both my arms. And mm. my parents are doctors and they think that it might have to do something with my neck. So I do have to go get an MRI at some point. But mm. I don't know if I classify as an injury, but it stopped me from, you know, training for a bit. So, I mean, like mm. I would have to stop the session if I got these pains pretty much. Ooh, yeah. And Josh, to get back to um, fitness, let's say we do scenarios here on Elevated. We love scenarios. So I'm going to give you a bit of a scenario for a creator. Let's call him John. All right. John is a writer on Twitter. Say he's like 24 or something. Okay. And he has never worked out a day in his life. He's never stepped foot in the gym. And he was kind of like me eight months ago, where just terrified of the <laughs> gym. What would you say to him? You know, because you mentioned earlier that it gets overwhelming where um, some people like what will happen and what I've seen happen to some of my friends is they get into the gym and they're two months in and they start watching all these fitness influencers and they get really, really, really into it and they either stick it out or they end up just uh, feeling overwhelmed. So really my question here is, well, well, one, what advice would you give him? And two, how do you not get overwhelmed when you're a beginner in the gym? Great question. The most important thing is like what I said before, that you want to do things step by step. And even though I do online training, uh, I would recommend in his case to start off with an in-person personal trainer who can show him the, the correct form and the correct technique, because this will give him the confidence to eventually go off on his own. And I think that a lot of the fear that people have when it comes to the gym, stems from just not knowing what to do. So number one, get an in-person personal trainer for a couple of sessions. Number two is follow a program because a program gives you clarity and it gives you something by which you can track your progress. And I would also follow a program that's really basic. So like, you know, a bro split is pretty basic. You know, you do chest, back, shoulders, legs, just do five exercises. Don't have to go too heavy. And then uh, the other thing I would say is, look, from a mindset perspective, you know, you can, you can tell him all the stuff like, you know, overcome your fears and like, don't be a bitch and all this kind of stuff, but it doesn't really work, right? It's not going to actually infiltrate his mind. Yeah. He just, the, the best advice is to just have people on his side, someone that he can be accountable towards, getting a coach, a mentor. That's personally what helped me. When I started off training, even though I was getting results, I realized like back then that I was doing a lot of the wrong things. So I probably could have saved myself a lot of time if I'd gotten a proper coach who showed me what I needed to do. And also for what it's worth, um, what I've noticed today, as opposed to 10 years ago, is that a lot of more kids are into the gym. And I think that's to do with social media, which is a good thing. But then it also means that a lot of them have started turning to drugs and uh, these kinds of things. So I guess my advice would be to not be so, not to spend too much time on social media and try and avoid like going down the path of, yeah, taking steroids and thinking that abs and muscles are going to get you chicks or power or status or anything like that, because it's not. 
So yeah. Yeah, that's really good advice, bro. Especially when you're starting out, it's just all about support and clarity. Um, I've helped a few people. I've helped like some of my friends start working out and stuff. Um, it's literally just like you have to have like a clear workout plan, or else you're just not gonna go. Like it's just too much work to go and like come up with stuff on the fly. And like when you have stuff like just figured out already, it's a lot easier, right? Um, question though, you mentioned steroids and all that stuff like that and you've competed before so you know this firsthand how like realistic is it for someone to get like um th like the aesthetics of like these social media influencers while staying natural and like not taking any trend or steroids or sarms like how do you like, does it depend it, does it depend on more genetics or is there like a fine line of like okay can i get to five percent body fat or below ten percent body fat without taking crazy steroids wow this is incredible i love these questions <laughs> i would say on the whole that it is not possible but by the same token the thing is that if you want to maintain sub 10 percent body fat it's extremely difficult because you're going to be hungry all the time so i remember mm -hmm. that when i was competing for my competition I had abs to begin with, but then to get to like as lean as I was, I was hungry 24 seven. Like I could not stop thinking about food. The other thing to take into account is that on social media, um, there's a lot of the photos are taken in the best lighting. Some of them are edited. Some of them are taken on their good days when they have a pump. So they don't always look like this in real life. A lot of them lie about taking steroids and I think that it is realistic to a point, but you really have to, like to get to the, if you want to get the look of all of these guys, you've got to train extremely, extremely hard, like six times a week, watch what you eat. But for most people, like you can get also amazing results just from, you know, making a few tweaks to your diet and getting in the gym a couple of times a week. Yeah. I mean, that, that I, I noticed that a lot with friends, especially in high school is, what happens is they'll start working out and they'll be working out for a year or two. And I know some kids that are absolutely massive, at least compared to me. And then they get body, body dysmorphia and th they just hate themselves and they develop depression or okay. um, something similar where they're just constantly yeah, looking that. at, I mean, they're, they're looking at, they're looking at these influencers. Like these are the guys that I have to look like in the next year, um, which is kind of mm. similar to um, business as well. I've noticed is, um, with more younger people being in business, it's like you're young and you're looking at these guys like Iman Gadji or um, Sebastian Georgiou who are like 23 and they are millionaires. And then you're like, oh, why am I not making money? Why am I not that successful? I feel like it used to be like TV and actors, but now that it's, it's like kids are trying the same thing that these gurus are recommending and they're just like, getting down on themselves because they're comparing their level five to someone else's level 20. Um, so switching gears a bit, what is, what has been your favorite place that you've traveled to so far? Wow. My favorite place that I've traveled to. Mm -hmm. um, recently I was in Zurich and Zurich blew my mind for some reason. Mm. Like, I don't know. I just like the aesthetics, the way the, the city itself it was very expensive. I really liked it. Where's my favorite place that I've been to. 
Um, so quite interestingly, I'm actually ex-South African. So growing up as a kid, we never really traveled anywhere except South Africa because my whole family was there. So I have been to like various countries around the world, but I haven't been to like these exotic cool places before. Um, I actually don't even know what my, I don't even have an answer to that. Actually. I don't know. Wow. Where's your favorite, favorite place, man? Continent. Favorite continent. Favorite continent, Josh. Continent. Ooh, I would say probably like Europe, Middle East kind of vibes. Pretty good. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, um, oh, I, I went on a family yeah. trip to, uh, to the States about mm. eight years ago and uh, we went to LA during winter and we, one of my favorite things that we did was going through the Hollywood Hills. We took this like private tour and this guy like showed us all the celebrities houses and stuff. And for some reason, like, I don't give a, I don't give a crap about Hollywood, but for some reason I found that to be very fascinating. Um, I also went to New York for the first time last year. That was eye opening. So yeah, but I need to travel more. Definitely. I need to see some more places. Been I've everywhere never been to, to travel America, more. <laughs> India, anyway. What? I said, you've been everywhere and you need to travel more. <laughs> you might be the most oh. well-traveled person I've ever met. <laughs> Josh. By the way, guys, uh, Israel is epic. I don't know how I could have let that out. Israel is incredible. Don't, mm -hmm. I know that there's a lot of stuff going on in the media with the war and everything, but it is an incredibly yeah. beautiful and peaceful place. And mm. I've traveled everywhere there and it is unbelievable. Highly, highly recommend. Sweet, bro. Sweet. Um, you know, I'm trying to think, man, like what else can we add? What else can we pick away at your brain? Um, to go, to go things, swing things back to fitness real quick. Um, I know a lot of dudes, they lift a bunch. I went through this phase for a few years. I only lifted. I did no cardio. I didn't do any of that other stuff. I thought it was dumb and pointless. I'm luckily out of that stage now, but what would you tell those guys who are like, Hmm, I just need a lift. I don't need to do anything else. I don't need to do combat. I don't need to uh, do cardio. I don't need to stretch and recover. I just lift. And it's, I look good. Like, what would you tell them? So a lot of guys do cardio for, to like lose fat. Now mm -hmm. cardiovascular training is good for you. Like I would, I would definitely like it, it's fr from a health point of view, it's good for you. But if you're doing it for fat loss, it's probably not the most optimal method purely because you don't actually burn as many calories as you think. And you can easily undo uh, a run or whatever just by eating like a burger or something like that, which is why if your main goal is to put on muscle, then yeah, if your goal, if your main, if your main goal is to like look jacked whilst having a low body fat percentage, doing a lot of cardio is not the best option from personal experience. And something that I often see people do, which I also used to be guilty of is that they'll do, uh, they'll do a lifting session and then go on the treadmill for 25 minutes afterwards or something. And in my opinion, that's just like, it's kind of a toxic mindset. Because you're not doing the cardio for the health, you know, you're doing it for yeah. like you're basically negating. Yeah. I just don't believe in that kind of mentality. Mm -hmm. 
I feel you. And Josh, I have, I feel like this is going to be beneficial to a lot of our viewers who are new to the gym because I'm relatively new to the gym. This is a question I would ask you if we were just having a Zoom call and this wasn't a podcast. So I feel that I have to say it. So I've been just lifting for like eight months. Okay. So, I mean, I've, I've been working out with my friend, working out by myself a lot more. As you, you said, you need to be working out by yourself because you learn more. I've taken that advice and started working out a lot more by myself, especially when my friends can't go. But I feel like I'm just lifting and which is fine, but I don't do any stretching. I don't do any combat right now. I did buy boxing gloves, but I haven't started yet. So what would you get? What advice would you give me? You can use me as like an example of like the beginner um, who just started going to the gym, um, but hasn't done anything else. Like, how do I branch out? Well, what are your goals exactly? Um, my goals is to look as good as possible, but I have this other goal, which is I want to learn how to fight. And so I, I really haven't taken a ton of action, mainly because I've been busy with a lot of different ventures in school, etc. But it's something on my bucket list that I want to do. Um, so that, that was, so those would be my main goals. Honestly... I'd say a time, but really it's just, I haven't made the time for it. And I, I should, I should go out there and tomorrow just start punching a, a boxing bag because that's really all that you have to do. And then eventually I'll hire a coach. Um, that's my plan with that, but yeah. And why haven't you made the time yet? <sighs> it's a tough question, Josh. That's a tough question. I don't know why I haven't made the time. Uh, it's important to me. I, just, I don't know. It just It's that feeling of when you feel like you have too much on your plate and you're like, well, should I do this? And you're just like going back and forth. But I know it in my heart, it's something I want to do. So um, I think this is my awakening to go after it. Like Can I tomorrow. set you a quick goal? Absolutely. I'd love that. You're in uh, Sarasota. Is that if I can remember? I am in Sarasota, Florida. Yep. Cool. So go on Google Maps, type in boxing on Google Maps, call mm -hmm. the call two of the closest gyms and book your first session in. Yeah. That's all you have to do. I'll do it. I'll do it. <laughs> I'll make sure he does it. I'll make sure he does it, Josh. I'll make cool. sure. Chung will hold me accountable. <laughs> he will. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So you would just, it, that advice for, for other people um, who are kind of in my same shoes would just be to take action and just do it. Yeah. Later. I, I actually have a question for you guys as well, because I'm performing a bit sure. of market research for my business. So I'm really intrigued to hear what you guys think. So when I started off in the gym, obviously there were things that I wasn't doing wrong, that I was doing wrong, that I was unsure of. And I guess my question to you guys is what were the things that you struggled with the most in the beginning when you started off going to the gym? How did you overcome them? And what are things that you're still struggling with? Matt, you can, can start. Anything like Sean, you want mindset, to go first? feeling insecure, low confidence, anything. Yeah, Matt, you can start. Okay. So I'd say the biggest, what was the first question? I'll answer them. Like what did you struggle with in the beginning and what are you still struggling with when, it, when you start so, off in the gym? What I was struggling with in the beginning was gym confidence. I since since have gotten rid of that problem. I walk around the gym like I own it, which might be but a what problem. What do you mean by confidence? Because confidence can mean a thousand. I was different scared things. to go in the gym, Josh, and I told you that. 
I why thought I was scared I know, of I know, but the why? big Let's guys, the environment, everything scared the crap out of me at the time. I was foreign to everything and I just felt that I didn't know what I was doing. And it's, you know, that inner resistance to doing something that you don't know. Um, and everyone has to overcome it um, in multiple different areas of their life. But with the gym, that was my reason why I didn't, I didn't get into it for so long. I was trying to avoid going to a actual gym. And so I have since gotten over that simply by going. Because the more I go, you know, I started off going with friends, then I was comfortable enough to go by myself. And then now I walk around the gym like Patrick Bateman. So it's like, it, it, it's just that progression, right? Um, what was your second, your second question about that? What do you feel are things that you're still unsure of or might be struggling with? Form, form and um, knowing if I'm doing it right, even though, um, like I have friends around me who teach me. But especially when I'm by myself, sometimes I feel that maybe my form might be off a little bit. Um, there's so many different ways to go. It's I'll use a comparison from business. Like there's multiple different ways to do outreach, right? It's, it's there's multiple different ways to structure your workout plan. So like, should I do uh, like shoulders and back, or should I do like, chest and shoulders? And so that's something that I'll like when I go with my friends. I have a lot of friends. The majority of the friends I go to the gym with are more experienced than me. So I'll end up following what they're doing. And then I'll do that outside of the gym or outside of, excuse me, outside of going with them. So I'll go by myself if they can't go one day and I'll do, I'll ask them at school, Hey, what are you doing today? And they're like, Oh, I'm doing this. I'm like, Oh, I'll do that. And so we stay on the same routine, but by myself form is a big thing that I'm working on. Um, I'm just trying to learn as much as possible. And also yeah. um, like just, you know, no, having the right plan, and and knowing that that's the most optimal way I can be doing it, i.e., you know, it's going to get me the most amount of gains. Or and why why you know. do you go to the gym? Like, what why why deep down are you actually there? Well, I love going. Now I fall in love with the gym as a place, but there's other components to that. First off, I like taking care of my health. I feel that health is more important than wealth, and that is my brand in its entirety and everything we do at Elevated is health over wealth and that if in and we use the comparison we did this on a past podcast you know the 80 year old billionaire would would choose to be the 17 year old young guy again who's broke because health is more important than wealth so that's that's a thing for me also when i look in the mirror i just think i look much better than i did before i would i was never the type to look in the mirror and be like i don't have why do like I, I, why do you want to look better for myself it used to be for others and that's what you're looking for me to say is it used to be for others. No, and I, I, wanted don't, to, like, I, also, I don't think there's I'm anything just, that's, wrong. It's really common though, that the, when I say that, I mean, it's really common for a lot of, especially young guys to go to the gym for girls or for, uh, for other people. So they can post pictures of themselves shirtless and look incredible and impress everybody. For me, I, I went because it, it's just another thing that I do. You know, it, I felt that if I wanted to get where I want to go, I have to go to the gym. That's why I started. And now I like the competitiveness with myself. It's a game of you versus you. And it ingrains that mindset in my head that, hey, it's not you versus Eamon Gadji or you versus anybody else. Or even even though Trung and I have a little bit of a competition when it comes to our audiences and growing, we have a competitive thing we got going on. I don't look at Trung and be like, I'm, go I, I'm going to um, you know, get bigger than him. Like I'm not, that's not my goal 
at all. It's just about being competitive with myself and being like, Hey, you know, I'm going to prove, I'm going to prove to you that I can, I can get bigger. And then I look in the mirror and I'm like, you know what? I I'm proud of myself, the work that I'm putting in. It's a, with business, it's harder to see results visibly, but with the gym, I've been working out for nine months. And even though the growth, I don't look like Sam Sulek or any of those like giant guys yet, which is what a lot of kids expect. I look in the mirror and I'm like, I look better than I did before. And it just makes me happy. I feel more confident. I feel better. There we go. That's the answer. (laughs) Nice work. And was there any other questions you wanted me to answer before I pass the mic to Trung? No, all good. I actually just pulled up Trung's Twitter. (laughs) Trung, now your turn. Yeah, yes, sir. Um, When I first started out, I've been working out for five years now, over well over five years now, and mm-hmm. the the biggest thing, the biggest issues I faced when I first started working out was overall like leg day. Like I hated leg day; it just hurt a bunch. I I, I always skipped leg for the first like year or two, bro. I just like did not work out my legs just because it wasn't fun in my opinion, and I just didn't like how much it hurt and the soreness afterward um that's one thing another thing i would say probably like ego lifting um in the beginning i just you know it's just you start out you want to look cool um to impress other people and it's just like you're throwing around weights you probably shouldn't be touching um so that was a big problem for me too um and then on top let me think another one um another another one that i probably like struggle with now is like stretching and finding time not finding time because there's always time but like organizing and creating a plan for like recovery and like um i have like a massage gun i have a foam roller i have everything i need but like i don't do it as much as i should um and that's just a lack of clarity on my end um so that's one thing that i struggle with now um let me think before um diet too like just knowing what to eat like knowing what to eat how much um like calories i should be eating and not like overthinking it too like i i really dove deep into like tracking every ca- like ounce of calorie have you, have you ever worked sorry to interrupt have you ever worked with yeah. a coach or a mentor before with training nah bro i figured it out all on my i tr- i had to get i did everything on my own Fair um, so that's pro- yeah that's probably part of the reason why like i struggled with diet um just because i didn't have another person there um but like yeah it, it's i struggled a lot with diet now i'm like okay with it um i'm more laid back now i don't i i, I don't really track what i eat um because i don't have any like crazy fitness goals anymore but it's just like i still go every day i i um make sure that i don't eat like fast food like i eat fruits all that stuff but like in the beginning it's just like finding what to eat like knowing what foods i should avoid and like stuff i should probably be consuming like more fruits and stuff um but yeah like diet like stretching um ego lifting and overall like cardio too like i just didn't like cardio and like what you were talking about earlier you'll lift and then you'll go on the treadmill for 25 minutes and that's just not the right mindset to have but 
that was my mindset when I was starting out and like, even like a, like two or three years into it, bro. Like I was still doing that. Um, but now like I, I go on runs and all this other healthy, like better stuff and just, Oh, I'm going to, I'm going to do an incline treadmill for 25 minutes. Um, but it was, again, it was not the best thing I did. Um, but yeah, I think that that covers most of the stuff. Nice. Yeah, I think yeah. when it comes to fitness, like it's important to learn how to put on muscle and understand food and all that stuff. But at the end of the day, you want to do things that in, that you enjoy. So you actually stick to something. Mm-hmm. And that's what a lot of people probably struggle with, I think, is like finding something that really, that actually gives them pleasure from a fitness mm-hmm. point of view. For sure. Yeah, that's so true. And uh, Josh throw it back at you with a question so 2024 it's closing right we're just coming to an end it's crazy 2023 excuse me excuse me that was that's a that's bad i completely messed up the year that's funny no 2023 is coming to an end 2024 is next year what are your goals what's your vision let us in yeah so from a from a business point of view, uh, my goal is to build a community. So like, I really want to build the community aspect of the business. Cause I think that that's what, I think that's where most of the value lies. Like I understand the fitness and like, you can, you can build out this, this fancy program, but I think the community aspect is really important. So my yeah. goal in 2024 yeah. is to find clients that kind of share the same values. And this is where a lot of the work that I'm doing now is focused on is finding that, that ideal person that I would like to work with, because I've obviously worked with lots of people the last two years. So I know who I kind of want to, who would be the best fit. Um, I also want to move into my own place next year. That would be really cool. So exciting. Uh, that would be, that would be awesome. Like I literally can't wait. Also, one of my goals for next year is to do is to become I want to get back into one-on-one in-person personal training because I realized that having an online business with all of its perks, uh, I spend a lot of time alone and I don't like it. So I'm looking forward to, I've started doing some inquiries to get back into one-on-one personal training. I think it'd be a great way as well to network, grow the business a bit. And then I also want to travel a lot, Uh, not too much, but... Next, I don't know. Don't know. I want to do some trips within Australia because there are a lot of places in Australia that I haven't been to. So I've got two places in mind that I really want to go to. That's awesome. That's that's awesome, man. And uh, do you have any final thoughts for that? We're going to be wrapping this up pretty soon. Do you have any final thoughts for the viewer or us? Anything? Yeah, no? I mean, if you if you're yeah. listening to this and you are beginning your fitness journey or you've been in it for a couple of years stick Mm -hmm. to the basics don't flap Mm -hmm. around from different program to different program shiny object syndrome that's what it is and just focus on the basics and uh thank you very much for having me here this was this was really good i hope that i was able to share some more insights if you follow me on instagram uh as supernormal fitness you can ask me any question anything that you'd like um, I'm coming out with a bunch of like free resources and things, ebooks, all that kind of stuff soon. So yeah, it should be good. Thank you. That's that's awesome. And if you check out 
Josh's Instagram, which we will have linked in the uh, YouTube description. He has amazing stories. You can see some of those Ninja Warrior clips. Amazing content. His content is top-notch quality. Make sure to check him out. And that's pretty much all I have to say. This has been the 20th episode of the Elevated State Podcast. And we'll see you in the next one. Peace. Peace. Thank you. Dude, that was awesome. Sweet.